what consoles me is our family at St Vincent's Toowoomba. We're in the same boat, rowing the same river. Welcome to Compassion, Courage, Consolation. Voices for St Vincent's during COVID-19. In this podcast, we're talking to people who love St Vincent's, love our staff and love the service we provide in health and aged care. We're doing this to support our compassion for one another and those we serve, to bolster our courage in this extraordinary time and to provide consolation amidst the challenges we're facing. And whilst prepared for St Vincent's, we're sharing this series with anyone who might find it helpful. If you're joining us from outside of our services, consider yourself part of the family. You're very welcome indeed. My name is Dan Fleming. I lead Ethics and Formation for St Vincent's, and in this episode, I'm delighted to welcome Beck O'Donnell, who's Infection Prevention and Control Coordinator at St Vincent's Private Hospital in Toowoomba. Beck, it's wonderful to have you on the podcast. Welcome. Oh, thank you, Dan. Thank you for having me. Beck, a lot's changed in the life of our hospitals in the last month. What's a normal day like for you today at work when compared to, say, six weeks ago? Well, yeah, it, things have rapidly changed for me and my um, job. Uh, basically, we're seeing a lot of our staff needing reassurance. Mm. So that's, that's the first thing that we see. I'm lucky enough to share my role with who I call my work wife, mm-hmm. Katie. Katie, and, um, and we find our days are being used for the staff to come to see us to, you know, allay their fears. Look, you know, I think I might have been um, with someone who is a potential COVID. Should I be at work? Mm. Um, Just, you know, just random questions frequently through the day. I think that's that's been the main change for us is just, yeah, building, strengthening our relationships, you know, with all of our staff members at work. Wow, and providing reassurance and, and, and guidance, I guess, in areas that people think about in the context of their professional work anyway, but there's heightened anxiety around it all at the moment. Definitely. We're really lucky at Toowoomba because we've got, you know, we've got a small hospital. It's, you know, just under 200 beds. So our staff, there would not be one staff member that uh, that I don't know. So we've got the privilege of getting mm. to know people and it's really great that our staff feel comfortable to say, oh, look, you know, this could be a bit of a silly question, but what, what are your thoughts on this? So it's lovely to have a yarn with everyone mm. and that's that's the key um that's the key reason why we're there is to talk to staff, allay their mm. fears. So that's okay. You can ask me that, you know, here's yeah. the answer. And that builds resilience for all of us. If we've got that knowledge and, the you know, the source of truth, mm. then everyone feels much better in their practice at work and they feel safe. Yeah, that's great, Beck. Beck, infection mm. control is is one of those areas that's typically hidden from public eye. It's essential to the functioning of the hospital, but largely unseen. Now it's being mm. cast into the spotlight in kind of the most mm. remarkable way as this pandemic rolls out across the world. What's that been like mm. for you? <laughs> it's funny. In fact, you're right. Infection control is is hidden. I guess so. People. I don't think people really know what we do, which, you know, that's okay. We sort of seem to fly under the radar at some point. But it's for us, 
like I said, we've got such a good relationship with our staff members that we had that advantage straight away that we're easy mm. to talk to and come to. But um, routinely on the wards, I guess, we're having our practices and our recommendations challenged. Mm. You know, staff are, are seeking um, knowledge from outside, whether it be American practices, English, whatever. And we have seen, you know, that challenge with our recommendation of practices, guidelines and all of that sort of um, stuff that we do day in, day out, that stuff saying, well, no, that's, that's not what I've seen. Mm. Um, or, or I've seen this done in America. Now, why aren't we having hazmat suits? And why aren't we, you know, I don't think we're prepared enough for this. So mm. it's been really challenging for me in a way to to justify why we've put these guidelines in mm. place. We have enough personal protective equipment. That's all you need. You don't need this. We don't mm. need to knock that wall out of that unit to build a um, isolation. You know, it's just that constant. Mm. Um, and I guess that's been challenging for me, that mm. I've been in this role for long enough. I am very secure in my knowledge and practice. Mm. So that doesn't help when you've got to constantly say, now let's just come back to our guidelines, our policies here, you know. So, yeah, that, that's been challenging. And it, it goes back to what you started with, Beck. that the, the important thing now as anxieties increase amongst our workforce and the public at large is people in your hospital do have a source of truth to go to and you have that trusting relationship built up. So you're able yeah. to engage with um, different sorts of information that are coming from here, there and everywhere and moderate that yeah. and then, then yes. lead from your position. Yes, exactly. Beck, just to change the tune a little bit here, you've been in the St Vincent's family for a while now, serving in the beautiful yeah. hospital in, in Toowoomba. Mm. And yeah. I, I wanted to know, and this is a question I'm putting to all the guests on the podcast, mm. do you have a story that comes to mind for you which holds together those three words which really give the frame for this podcast um compassion mm. courage and consolation what comes to mind for you in terms of a story well i've worked at st vincent since 2001 and i started out as an assistant in nursing um back in the day which was um I, I loved it and when i first started at st vincent's i was i was so proud to say you know i work at st vincent's i felt you know mm. a bit posh dan but uh, <laughs> But the, uh, there's always one patient that for a nurse that you'll never, ever forget. And my story about a person I'll never forget is um, I worked on St Luke's Ward, which was predominantly a palliative care ward, mm. medical ward. And um, we'd had this fellow staying with us and basically, you know, he was at the end of his life and at the time, my husband was doing a lot of work out west in a place called Meandara, which was where this fellow came from. He came off a farm. And um, we were just, uh, you know, one morning, you know, helping him with his daily hygiene cares. And for some reason, and, and parts of me regret saying it to him, but it I just said to him, Peter, do you think you'll ever go back to Yuthapina? That was his property. Mm. And that just the mood changed and he looked at me and I'll get, I feel 
teary when I think about it. And he said, no. He said, I, I think I'm, I'm done, Beck. Wow. And that was really sad for me um, because uh, you could just see just the loss in his eyes and you could see a lovely, big, strong farmer mm. just reduced to um, end of life, I guess. And mm. it wasn't all, I mean, there is a funny side to this, Dan. In the interim, his son was outside in the room waiting for poor Peter to finish his shower and whatnot. <laughs> and poor Peter, where I'm crying, I'm <laughs> hugging him, he's hugging me, we've got tears. It was just it was a, just a mess. <laughs> In the bathroom, we came out and here's the poor son sitting there going, is everything all right? <laughs> and we're like, oh, we just, we just had a moment, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but that for me was, I knew that, I was in the right place. Mm. I wanted to be at St. Vincent's. I wanted to work with people and to have the privilege of providing compassion mm. and dignity and just sharing that true moment of, you know, understanding mm. and being there for our patient. And, and that's our mission, isn't it? That's why we choose to work at St. Vincent's Health Australia. That's, that we're, we are the people that want to drive that mission, you know, into the future. Yeah, and, I mean, the story just, it just is, it has volumes of compassion in it, doesn't it? Because really, I mean, that's the root of the word is that we're feeling the pain together. So oh, his disclosure absolutely. to you and your tears and everything, just this amazing It was. It was just, a, 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 just a, a lovely time and I'll, I'll never forget that. It's, so, you know. That's um, that's coming together, really showing compassion, courage, and consolation. I guess absolutely. Beck, your role holds an enormous amount of responsibility at the moment. In that this context, what consoles you and what gives you courage? Uh, well, first and foremost, um, what consoles me is I feel safe at work. Mm. I've got a wonderful team I work with. I've got a brilliant work wife. I've got a brilliant manager and our exec team, you know, are, um, you know, they're, they're holding strong mm. for us all. Um, what consoles me, I suppose, um, because I love my job, that's why I'm there. Mm. Um, every, and everyone's in the same boat. So while I might feel sometimes at work, gee, you know, I, I'm just unsure where this COVID is going, are we going to be okay? What consoles me is our family at St Vincent's Toowoomba. We're in the same boat, rowing the same river. Mm. We we're in it together. So it console, you know. I I find you know comfort in knowing that we're all together. Mm. We're on the same team. And at the end of the day, I know I'm going home to my beautiful family and my beautiful farm. And you know, I'm lucky. I'm so lucky. That's wonderful, Beck. How do you approach engagement with staff and the broader hospital community at this time? And we, we were speaking before about the heightened anxieties and different mm. kinds of questions that you and your team are getting. How do you approach that? Uh, I, I guess I just make myself as, as available as I can and, and no question is a silly question. I try and... Um, 
just engage people, I guess, when on my daily rounds. That's the um, root of my job. Every morning I go around and sort out who's where and who needs what. And I stop and have, you know, I have a yarn with staff and I let them talk and then that's how conversation starts up and, you know, we can um, talk through any problems that are, you know, facing them for their shift or outside of their shift. I just, I don't know, I'm a shocking talker, Dan. I mean, I could talk <laughs> underwater. So, I mean, for me to be pulled up to have a yarn with someone at work is an absolute pleasure and I find myself, you know, I, I talk the whole time. So I probably drive everyone mad, but I just love being with people. It, it strikes me that it relates so well to what you've been saying the whole way through, though, that the, the success of your role and your leadership really rests in the, the trusting relationship you've built up in that the hospital community there. I hope so. I, I, I do hope so, yeah. That's wonderful. Beck. it's been a joy to talk to you. I've got a final question for you, which is the final question I'm asking everyone who uh, comes and, and joins me on the podcast. Um, as yeah. you know, we've got facilities in the public hospital system, the private hospital system and aged care across Victoria, New South Wales and Queensland. Our staff will hopefully be listening to this and enjoying and relishing and and being consoled by your words today. But just to say to them directly, what what kind of thing would you want to say to them directly to all of our staff at St Vincent's at this time? I would love everyone to know across the board that Every one of us are important in um, our day-to-day working life in our hospitals and we all, um, you know, we all participate in trying to control this uh, COVID situation that we find ourselves in. Um, Just be kind to one another. Um, Give people time and a bit of patience. Um, A bit of tolerance goes a long way. And just be there for one another. Um, because we're all in the same boat. Beck O'Donnell, it's been a joy to talk to you today. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you, Dan. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. It's been an absolute privilege and a a pleasure. You've been listening to Compassion, Courage, Consolation, Voices for St Vincent's during COVID-19. This podcast series has been developed by St Vincent's Health Australia. For more information about St Vincent's, visit www.svha.org.au. The music for this podcast comes from Kevin McLeod. His track, Bittersweet, let us in, and you can hear his track, Touching Moments, one now. Kevin's website is incompetech.filmmusic.io. And the music is brought to you under the Creative Commons 4.0 license. All of this information and more is provided in the text accompanying this podcast. Thanks for listening.